Hello everybody and welcome to Letterbox Book Club. My name is Claire. And I'm Mackenzie. And today we'll be discussing Love Theoretically by Ellie Hazelwood. Coming in hot with a three-peat science book. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, I tried to give it a good intro, but... That's okay. I mean, all of them are women in STEM. And I have thoughts. <laughs> ooh, ooh, we we have ooh. not talked about anything in regards to this. I know, so I'm very I think you're intrigued. going to be surprised. Yeah, I'm scared. Anyway, I'm going to start off with the blurb, which is about three chapters worth of words. So Again, I forget that you have the physical book. Yeah, so do I. (laughs) (laughs) And then this is an issue because then I just end up buying like two of each book. Yeah, it's like, Kenzie, you have a Kindle and sometimes you pay for the audiobook as well. It's like, bro. So they're pretty though and I have a bookshelf. It it is a pretty cover. I like the the colour theme and everything. I have other things to talk about about other books. Oh, okay. Oh, relevant. Anyway. Okay. The many lives of theoretical physicist Elsie Hannaway have finally caught up with her. By day, she's an adjunct professor. I don't really know how to pronounce that, so I'll just say adjunct. (laughs) Toiling away at grading labs and teaching thermodynamics in the hopes of landing tenure. By other day, Elsie makes up for her non-existent paycheck by offering her services as a fake girlfriend, tapping into her expertly honed people-pleasing skills to embody whichever version of herself the client needs. Honestly, it's a pretty sweet gig until her carefully constructed Elsieverse comes crashing down because Jack Smith, the annoyingly attractive and arrogant older brother of her favourite client, turns out to be the cold-hearted experimental physicist who ruined her mentor's career and undermined the reputation of theorists everywhere. And he's the same Jack Smith who rules over the physics department at MIT, standing right between Elsie and her dream job. Elsie is prepared for an all-out war of scholarly sabotage, but those long, penetrating looks, not having to be anything other than her true self when she's with him, will falling into an experimentalist orbit finally tempt her to put her most guarded theories on love into practice. Lovely. Oh, wow. <laughs> just, just the tone in which you read, it just didn't seem like it was going to end. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You need to read better, Kenzie. <laughs> oh. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. All right, well, since you have thoughts, thoughts, feelings, and emotions... Okay, first of all, before we go into that. Oh, here we go. Um, Dimmicks tried to call me yesterday. Oh. And I was like, why are you calling me? Because Luke's ordered a book, so I thought maybe it was for his book. But then they're like, hey, because I've ordered, I've ordered Fourth Wing. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, and I need you to not buy it for reasons. Anyway. <laughs> I wasn't going to buy the physical book anyway. <laughs> okay, cool. Anyway, and they call me and they're like, hey, we noticed that you've ordered this. But also there's like a special edition coming. So do yep. you want us to change your order to that one? And I was like, yeah, I would. So, like, what good customer service? Oh, love this for you. Because they yeah. understand it being a successful trend on yeah. social media and everything now. Yeah. Love that for you. Yeah. I th- imagine if it's like, we know you have a podcast. <laughs> we want to give this to you for free. <laughs> Hi, this is Ken's from Letterboxd Club. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Wait, why should I not? Oh, I- you should just not anyway. Oh, wait, no, I think I have an idea because I'm smart <laughs> like that, but okay. <laughs> But also you have to wait because like it's not coming till November. So, uh, so it's going to be a belated birthday gift, is it? Perhaps. I, I didn't say that. Allegedly. You'll also get something on your actual birthday. But like, <laughs> I didn't realise it was going to take seven years for them to re-release them. Yeah, I think um, I saw a TikTok that the author said that they like sold out everywhere. So they're just probably pumping out the, yeah. the manufacturing. Because yeah. then the second one comes out in November as well. So I need to go oh, back yeah. to Dimmicks and be like, hey, can I add to that order? Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, back to this book. Hmm. I want you. <laughs> I'm scared. Do you think I liked it? 
You were really hard to read. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yeah, you did not like this book. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> oh, Jesus okay, Christ. No. Okay. I did and I didn't. Okay. For various reasons. I liked it because these are my thoughts, feelings, emotions. I liked it because the guy, like, actually communicated. <laughs> yeah, we love we yeah, stand. We love communication. And then I didn't like it for reasons that I will get into once I have your thoughts, feelings, emotions. But... I am, I, okay, one of the reasons why I didn't like it. <laughs> Just pop off. Is because, I don't want to go right into it though, is because I understand representation and I understand women in STEM and blah, blah, blah. However, every single book so far, and even with like the other, her other pieces, the women in STEM are fine, but then they're also like these little like timid, like shy, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like tiny, oh, I'm so tiny. <laughs> People pleasers. Help me. People pleasing women. It's like. You are allowed to write a smart, feminist, powerful woman in STEM. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Who, like, commands a room and has that respect. And who has lots of sex. Sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah. (laughs) Fair. Yeah. Your turn. Alrighty, my thoughts, feelings, and emotions. No, this is probably a good little comparison because you've you've re- you've read this book. You know, sound of mind, critical thought. I currently have a cold, so I'm like no yeah, thoughts. Off head into Lululand. <laughs> I'm head empty. I just devoured this today, and I'm just like, <laughs> I liked it. You know, I thought it was cute and charming, but um, there are some. I do have a couple of qualms, but it was a quick read. You know how you described second first impressions as like a vacation read this is definitely Mm -hmm. a like if you're just sick or unwell or have a cold this is very much a just yeah shut off read it yay it was fun there was some good moments move on with your life you know yeah but yeah I do have some qualms okay they're little nitpicky things just for me as a preference but like Uh shall I just say it now yeah all right one of them is the whole like she's keeping her diabetes a secret yeah it's like bro I'm sure for first aid reasons you would have to let your workplace know also, like, you don't have AIDS, you have diabetes. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I understand if you're anxious as, like, a teenager or a child or whatever, because children and teenagers, you know, don't understand those sorts of serious medical conditions yeah. and stuff. And, of course, you inevitably maybe get bullied for it or whatever. But yeah. as an adult in a science-based environment where everyone's smart and knows of these t- sorts of things, like, you're not going to get judged. So, like, yeah. I just I was just annoyed that it was, like, a secret until she had like a hypo moment and needed the sugar it's like bro for first aid reasons of course like you need to let your workplace know yeah (laughs) and just and just how the storyline of um her mother constantly calling her about her brothers it's like your brothers Mm. are 30 years old leave leave her the fuck alone she's not their mother like and then that but that's just to highlight her people pleasing ways and all that type of stuff so understandable but yeah I just didn't like I didn't care or like those little moments but yeah ultimately my little fog brain I enjoyed it it was a fun time (laughs) (laughs) it's again like very much it's a vacation read but yeah it it is is good at highlighting all those potential like misogynistic uh, views on women in STEM and how they are perceived and how they are treated and um, it is almost like in a way, uh, kind of copy paste from her recent uh, pieces as well, just because of the nature. Like, like we we understand that it happens for women in the STEM fields and stuff, and like it happens today. But like, can we not change the narrative and just make yeah have a successful woman in STEM like scientist or professor or whatever? She's yeah. in charge and she is treated with that respect of like yeah of like Jack. You know how in this book all his peers and his graduates and stuff look up to him and they like hang on his word Mm -hmm. like we need a female-led uh mc protagonist like that 
yeah. being the main lead. Yeah, for sure. And it's just, it's like this from the other books as well. Like the male love interest is always that well-respected, highly regarded. And she's just like, yeah, the counterpart who's still trying to make her way in the career. Like, let's mm-hmm. switch the roles, please. Yeah. At times I did think Jack was a bit creepy, but we'll get into that later. Not creepy, but probably weird. I don't know. Just a bit weird. Yeah, but just a bit weird. Maybe it's just it's just the science nerd, you know? Yeah. Also, him, Adam, and I forget who the guy in the love in the on the brain is. What's his name? They're all they're just the same character. They're just big oh, muscle. Whatever his name is, yeah, just big men. <laughs> they're just they're just big muscle men. It's yeah. like bro. And then Olive B, I think, and Elsie are just like the tiny little women <laughs> in yeah, stature. Uwu, I have a huge himbo boyfriend. Uwu, he's so tall. Yeah, His yeah. penis is so large. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so full. Ugh. <laughs> to the hilt. I know you hate yes. that saying. But yeah, um, I'm just, I'm glad that the fake girlfriend dating stuff was just like, it was established and then it wasn't entirely held against her. Okay, I want to talk about Ooh. the fake girlfriend stuff. Okay, yeah. How plausible is it in a real life situation? <laughs> I mean, sugar babies. So what's her name? Elsie. I was going to say Olive. Elsie is a uh, fake girlfriend, like through an app or whatever, like whatever. But explicitly, they don't have sex. Like it's just the fake dating. And like, let's talk about that because I feel like while you're simultaneously like building up women to be like, you can be a fake girlfriend. Like you can like use men to get money, blah, blah, blah. Like they know what they're doing it for. Like whatever but also like sex is gross and I have morals and you will not be paid to have sex like (laughs) I mean I suppose there's a line that's drawn like that I mean as you just suggested like with sugar babies and stuff Mm. like they obviously have the personal boundary of no sex for for money I understand yeah like so I was thinking that like maybe okay like Elsie just has that like boundary like she doesn't want to have sex or whatever but then her friend who also does it like doesn't have sex with them and it's like okay so I just think realistically in a modern world (laughs) no one is going to pay you to go like fake dating if there's like not a mutually beneficial like physical reward for them I would have to respectfully disagree I think it's just (laughs) obviously putting on a performance and a charade for the family or whoever they're trying to impress with a, a relationship and I know sex shouldn't be expected of that is all. Also, I just realised it's fun when the title, like love theoretically or like the love hypothesis or whatever is mentioned in the book uh, or has like, has has a theme or a motif to it. And I really just realised it's because she is a theoretical physicist and like they approach love and (laughs) Theoretically? Yeah. yeah, They yeah approach love in a scientific sort of base. Um, I think also back to this sex. Yeah, sorry. sorry. I know you really want to talk about it. I was reading a review about it and like the review is kind of like the same where it's like saying like I'm saying that like she's a feminist, like she does this for money or whatever, but she's not a slut because she doesn't have sex. Oh, like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. that kind of thing. Like, yeah, it just feeds back into that all these female main characters have these like uwu, I'm not experienced yeah. um, in sex vibes so that then when they do have sex with the huge male protagonist it's like oh i am so full oh i am being stretched oh like blah blah, blah. and it's like <laughs> give them sexual freedom i don't know if you're turned on enough like <laughs> you'll be fine <laughs> yeah yeah right right they're just so yeah. worried yeah yeah so are you saying like despite her i suppose uh, professional field of work and stuff she should have been allowed to have like that sexual freedom almost as well yeah like to not yeah. to 
have the ability to potentially have sex with clients and stuff like that or have clients that are strictly for sex yeah but then ali is just hiding it under the guise of fake girlfriend where they're not doing anything so they can't just credit their yeah professional workplace yeah because then otherwise yeah you get that stereotype or that um misogynistic view that women in stem just sleep their way to the top mm. yeah fair enough yeah where you put it like that i agree with you <laughs> sure <laughs> thanks <laughs> <laughs> i guess <laughs> no i understand all right Anything else you want to pop off on? Do you have Do you have a list? I feel like you'd have a list. I don't have a list per se, but like it'll it'll come up, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it'll come up. Yeah, I, I did like the the fake girlfriend thing being pre-established and not her like or her and Jack aren't working into that sort of yeah. arrangement. And it, I did like how it set up the whole uh, distrust I guess Jack had towards her because obviously all their interactions have been under the guise of dating Greg and obviously. <laughs> lying and all that type of stuff yeah i didn't really appreciate the psychoanalysis psychoanalyzation he does of her but <laughs> yeah whatever oh jeez how did you feel about old gregory oh and his like ace arrow situation yeah i thought he was gonna be gay right but then you think we're 2023 it's the hiding in the closet is out <laughs> you know it's not traumatic enough anymore yeah <laughs> <laughs> just like i'm adopted i'm adopted doesn't cut yeah. it <laughs> but it's like also um or, I mean, I don't know, like, families are different or whatever. His family seems very weird. Um, but instead of just being like, I'm not interested in anyone. And, like, it didn't have to be deeper. Like, it, 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 we could have highlighted his asexuality for the audience. Yeah. But for his family, it didn't have to go any deeper. He could have just been, like, at the time, like, oh, I'm not interested in anyone. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, as the reader, he, we, he didn't, like, it didn't have to be hidden from us. Yeah. But then it becomes something that we need to figure out. It's like, all right, well, what's wrong with Greg, you know? Or what, what's Greg's deal? But that's what I'm saying. Like, in a yeah. monologue or whatever, like, it could have been, like, like Elsie could have had, like, the conversation with him or whatever. And so that the audience is aware, but then they could have shown him, like, talking to his fan and being like, oh, I, like, I'm just not interested in anyone. Like, sure. Yeah, but um, I'm also just saying, as, like, a reader, if we're going into a research, then we're just making assumptions. And I feel like in today's world, making assumptions on people's, I don't know, sexuality or orientation or whatever is just inherently wrong. So, like, it, it sh- should be reflected in books as well, where, like, sure, we, the reader can be told, yeah, whether it be through Greg or Elsie's interaction. I, ha- I want to call her Lise, and I know I can't <laughs> and through their interaction. But, yeah, we shouldn't just be making the assumption. Because, yeah, I was thinking, all right, well, what's up with Greg? And I had a feeling yeah. he he wasn't gay. It was in the the arrow ace space, yeah. uh, just because he he would have probably mentioned, oh, you're not my type or something. Anyway, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I just didn't like that. Yeah, I had to make assumptions like, oh, is he gay or is he this or is he that before mm. it was spelled out to me. Yeah, and then I didn't like that. It was like, oh yeah, like I tried to tell my brother or whatever, and then he just brushed it off. And it's like, okay, so you have one conversation in. 15 years yeah and you hold on to it you hold it yeah, against and you him hold on to it and you're like i can never tell him like blah blah it's like i'm yeah. sure you could have like another conversation with him <laughs> and then well at least we, jack does get to that place where he he's realized that he was a bit of a jerk in that moment and he yeah. did everything he can to rectify it but again like i'm pretty sure he was a teenager yeah so it's like i can forgive you like <laughs> yeah for sure like yeah teenagers yeah. not don't know a lot of stuff you know it's yeah. fine but it was um but it did come across as like jack was trying to get like a grasp on what it meant and i feel like what am i trying to say i don't know maybe i sound arrogant in which he's in that it was hard for him to not understand just like what uh, an ace person or ace identifying i don't know 
uh, like what that means. I suppose maybe in these books, like Jack's just into his science and whatever he does, like he doesn't like keep up with that type of thing yeah, anyway. He's so just I don't like, know what. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, he is hard on himself because he doesn't know, and then like he's like yeah. doesn't really understand. But like, there's probably good reason for that. Like he's yeah. So I don't know whether or not it, if it's something to be mad at him for or mad that he's written that way or anything. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. My fog brain's going off. I don't know what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not gonna hold it against him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. 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 But then, yeah, he ultimately accepts him. Like, everything's all fun and dandy. Yeah, he's like, okay, this is fun. (laughs) Which is like, I'm sure it was going to be that anyway. Mm. Alrighty, how did you feel? Uh, This is going to be just like the asking questions type of thing. (laughs) So how did you feel when Greg kind of, I think when he's tooth, when he's like high on the the pain meds or whatever. Oh, yeah. And he says to Lucy, not Lucy, else. Who is Lucy? (laughs) Elsie. <laughs> is it even Elsie? Yeah. Yeah, it's um, Elsie. <laughs> he's like, oh, Jack talks about you all the time, or he talks to Greg about him, like when they first met and everything. And oh, it's yeah. just like, first, all right, let me break it down for you. <laughs> if you, does Luke, I don't know if Luke has a brother, but hypothetically in a situation. Luke only has a sister. Okay, whatever. If you introduce Luke to, like, I don't know, family, and then his brother comes up to him and starts being like, asking questions about say you or whatever would you not find that weird if even if it was under the guise of fake dating or fake girlfriend like asking like questions about no oh, I don't know I think it was the um you know it what wasn't I'm trying necessarily to say. the questions I think it was like the caliber of questions like yeah yeah does she prefer summer like or whatever I'd be like okay yeah. like this is weird like <laughs> yeah and like yeah it was later revealed that um obviously Jack kind of had a crush on her seemingly the entire yeah. time which is yeah. a main motif in ellie yeah. hazelwood's books but yeah i just found that like surely your brother would not be that in depth interested in like your girlfriend or whatever yeah like straight away yeah that was the first red flag <laughs> all right let's go through our jack red flags this is gonna be fun let's rip this man a new one um he's interested in his brother's girlfriend yep <laughs> him then going and talking to his friends about his brother's girlfriend and yep. how in love with his brother's girlfriend he is <laughs> <laughs> um oh i can forgive him because he was a teenager but like the <laughs> paper that he wrote or whatever oh that, like, yeah yeah are we gonna get ruined theorists theorists forever or whatever we're gonna get to that yeah yeah um getting close to Elsie during like the job interview thing and then like not disclosing one like who he is and two like also that you like I guess it's against the rules as well to be like hey like you're not getting the job yeah it could have let her down a little bit easier I guess yeah but yeah I suppose it's ironic in a way because you know Jack knows like Elsie as the fake girlfriend and her fake backstory with Greg and then yeah Elsie yeah. not knowing about Jack and his and that he wrote the paper and everything yeah like it's a, like it's a, it's like it's a fair ball game in that sense like they're yeah. both kind of lied well he never really omitted anything she just figured it out yeah, yeah I also just dislike like when they get together and they just have that like just the sex fest afterwards it's like you have sex once and then it's like <laughs> you gotta do Move it on. everywhere <laughs> yeah too much and then, like, immediately, it's like, I want, I'm thinking of wanting you to move in with me. It's like, bro, relax. Yeah. Or, like, get on my health insurance. Like. <laughs> bro, relax. And it's like, okay, let's calm down. This was just a grand <laughs> scheme for Elsie to get yeah. free insulin. <laughs> also, I loved how this book highlighted the shit healthcare system in America. But we, we knew that. We know yeah. that. We, we've been there. And also, like, the non-livable wage. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which I suppose could 
be true for scientists. But also, in Elliot Hazel's books, it's always the love interest that is the one that's, I suppose, um, yeah, other than highly regarded, like, they're the most, I don't know, smartest in their field, and they're the ones always getting the grants, and it's never yeah. our female protagonists. It's like, yeah. and then in a way, when they get together, they inevitably, like, I don't know, piggyback off those grants, in a way. Or they find a way to merge their scientists or yeah. their their work together and everything. It's like, bro. I guess you've got to learn to make the system work for you. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can we let misogyny work for you? <laughs> It'll be fine. I promise. <laughs> oh, how do you feel about the George re- re- revelation is the word I'm trying to say. Um, did you also assume it was a man? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all did. <laughs> and it's like, oh, tricky, tricky. And then it's like, oh, but I felt like it was like, huh, caught you out. Like you mm. thought that it couldn't possibly be another woman or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, no, like, you've just changed my expectation, like. Okay. Yeah. You think it was a, almost like a cheap jump scare in a way. But yeah, I also liked, oddly enough, Elsie's reaction to that because her reaction was inherently like a misogynistic type of way because then mm. she assumed her and Jack were dating. She yeah. assumed all these other things and then she took a step back and realised, wait, this is how men would think towards like Yeah, I do like stuff. how she, like, caught herself. And yeah, I like, liked that. No, like, I shouldn't think like this, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's her own internalised misogyny and everything. Yeah. And then we learned that George was gay anyway, so. Yeah. And that she had nothing to worry about. Not that it would have mattered or is any of her business. I didn't like how, though, yeah, like, she was just set like, she was never going to get the job. Mm. And she was, like, set up from the start to fail, essentially, but. I suppose not fail, but it's just all about the process. I can relate it to back in real life. Like the AFL were looking for a new CEO because the other guy's leaving. Mm. And um, they've essentially already picked the guy, but they had this whole international worldwide search and like interviews and stuff. So they had the whole process anyway, despite already picking the guy. And no. Maybe it's just like a formality. I don't know. Or is it just a weird flex? Yeah. I don't know, to give people's hopes up. Or maybe it's just to give these people something to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then it's like, do you write that on your resume? They're like, oh, well, I was interviewed for this job. Like, Yeah, for sure. I got through to the interview. But I suppose in this book's context, it also gives Elsie some, like, networking with the other professors and other sort of yeah higher-ups and stuff, which which was pretty good, which I appreciated. But, yeah, she did come across as, like, that. Oh, I, like, I don't know if my work's good enough or yeah. um, she yeah, doesn't believe that she's good enough despite everyone com- complimenting her work anyway but yeah i did yeah, hate the fact that yeah essentially she went through all this trouble for why yeah Alrighty. i want to talk about like the paper the paper scandal i don't i don't know how to what to call it is it the the annul the annul i don't know what just, let's just call it the scandal <laughs> the scandal the, the paper scandal i loved that this caused genuine hatred mm. between the two characters because mm-hmm. often we get in books and i hate it People are like, I hate this character for whatever reason. But, like, we don't hate them because we don't know them. And who are are we to trust the main character's word straight away, you know? But I love, yeah, that this gave us a genuine reason. And Mm. um, Elsie had genuine rage because the fact that Jack did write that paper, despite the context being out of spite to his professor and almost, like, as revenge for his mother or whatever, Mm. it did affect Elsie's field and yeah. the theoretic theoretical yeah. physics community and discredited that whole aspect mm. and it is wrong was wrong and hurtful and it, i hate that it took him so long to kind of rectify that or even truly address it and also like i understand it rocked her world but also it had been like 
disproven or whatever since but then also like the fact that he you know confided in her like I wrote this when I was 17 Mm. like because like my mother died or whatever and I wanted to get back at this person and she was still like you disrupted my entire field and it's like have some sympathy for the guy like gone through trauma like yeah understandable that yeah he has that traumatic link and yeah especially when you're 17 and obviously when someone's wronged you or your family like you take that to the highest order and you act impulsively yeah but yeah but the fact that it ultimately created a stigma and a a complete and utter divide between the theoretical physicists and the experimentalists like yeah just not addressing that and like creating that stigma in general yeah um, it just sucked that yeah it took him forever to to rectify it I guess Mm. or to even explain like his side of the story yeah because when yeah when Elsie was doing her teaching demonstration like she read the room and it's like they're all smug experimentalists who don't respect theorists theorists yeah okay that's it um and so obviously Elsie is in a way trying to reverse that sort of harm as well then Elsie um announces that like it's a collaborative effort between experimentalists and the theorists yeah also, I understand, again, about, like, representation and we need it and blah, blah, blah. But I am a dum-dum. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Me too. We're and, in the same boat. And it's like, I'm reading these books and you're talking about, like, theorists. And, and scientists. And, like, the other one and scientists and stuff. <laughs> the, other one. the other one. The other one. <laughs> and it's almost like I'm reading and then I'm like, and blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. it's like, uh, like I feel like if we're reading, I don't know, a book about... A mechanic like okay. it doesn't go into like and then this lug nut goes on this and then this <laughs> you know like I can read it and appreciate that she is a smart woman working in stem and he's a smart man working in stem I have a question without you also putting me in stem yes yep. Claire, you may ask a question what's a lug nut I've got no idea <laughs> <laughs> is it like on your wheels or anything is I think so I'm is? looking it up I'm, looking it up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've heard it before. All right, all right, a okay. fastener, specifically a nut, used to secure a wheel on a vehicle. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, lug nut. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nut. Point. Case in point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, despite being, essentially being a romance book first, there was still too much science. And yeah, I'm too dumb to understand it. Is it even true? Is it even accurate? I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm very say, impressed, though, because it is, like, to make me feel dumb, it's actually quite easy, but I'm very yeah. impressed with Ellie and her writing and her knowledge in that sense. <laughs> also, let's put really stereotypical science tattoos <laughs> yeah, and a blonde wig on Adam Driver. <laughs> and do Carson. we not have Jack Smith? <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. put a brown wig <laughs> on Adam Driver. And do we not have, what's his face? Love on the brain. I'm looking up his name right now. Did he have even have brown hair? I don't... Yeah, I think so. Love on... Levi. Levi. That's his Levi. name. Levi. <laughs> Are they just not same face and body syndrome, but just different yeah. hair colour? Yeah. <sighs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I agree, though. I agree. I'm just saying. Also... I, I don't think Levi... Levi had a tattoo? I don't think Adam had a tattoo. No, but this guy does. That's what I'm I know. Saying. Yeah, but <laughs> this guy, Jack. But this is what makes Jack also, different. Also, Jack Smith. Yeah, no, how, how original. <laughs> no, Jonathan Turner Smith. Thank you yeah, very much. Yeah, really. So, really, it's John Smith, which is worse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just glad. I was never going to bring this up, but I'm glad that this book had no fan fiction, like, 
uh, affiliation, as far as I'm aware. Please don't taint my experience. As far as I know, I no fan fiction. have seen theories. Oh, no. Right. <laughs> I mean, I suppose I do share. That it's a Twilight fanfic. Oh, I don't really see it, but okay. A little bit. Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, she does. I mean, there is a significant amount of Twilight references. Mm. And look, I'm all for a niche that the main character has. But with my fog brain, I quite enjoyed it, to be honest. Mm. I like Twilight. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Twilight, Twilight's making a renaissance. Mm. It's getting a comeback. Vampires are coming back, and I appreciate it. Are vampires coming back, or is Robert Pattinson getting hotter? <laughs> he <laughs> a- aging like fine wine, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We need, a, we need uh, the Batman and Twilight. <laughs> In the same universe. Bella. <laughs> I'm Edward. <laughs> um, Do you need to save, need to save Mystic Falls? Uh, no, that's Vampire Diaries. No, that's Vampire Diaries. Forks watching Forks, sorry. <laughs> uh, I was going to say something and I forgot. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's probably about them being dum-dums. Um... Also, in these bookity wookities. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I remember what I was going to say first. I'll come back to this. I knew that there was an Adam and Olive cameo. Yeah. Did it take me until after I'd read that entire chapter? <laughs> to be like, oh, oh that sounds because familiar. they just didn't seem like their characters. Oh. And then also, because I think they talked about how, like, oh, yeah, I've planned the wedding. I'm going to take him out in nature. Yeah, because he likes hiking and marry him. But like in her book, I'm pretty sure she got married in a lab coat. I don't know, bro. Oof, continuity error. Yeah, Potentially, well, wait, maybe I don't that know. was a, no, that was love on the brain. I think because Marie okay. Curie. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you yeah. go. Never yeah, mind. I'm wrong. I'm, wrong. I'm sorry. Anyway, okay, back you're, to my other case. You point. rescind that statement. <laughs> I rescind that. Don't come for me, book talk. Um, <laughs> I don't think book talk cares about us. To be honest, <laughs> we're just in our own little pocket of space. <laughs> um. In these books, and I don't know if it irks me or, like, it's just annoying. Like, they never say I love you to each other. I feel like they say I love you too soon. They'd never said it at all in this book. <laughs> they, and they don't say in love on the brain either. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah, I think he goes to say at the end and it cuts maybe, off. Maybe it's a weird science incel thing, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the vibe I'm getting. <laughs> They're too smart to say I love you. Or they approach love and romance in that scientific way. I knew there was also an Adam and Olive cameo. I did mm. like that it was like, oh, they're just friends passing by. We're just meeting yeah. up for drinks or whatever. And like, it just had no impact on the story, which I liked. It was great. I thought because Elsie has like diabetes and it's all to do with the pancreas and Olive is looking at, even though it's like, mm. it's like the mm. p- pancreatic cancer or whatever. I'm sure I thought she would have had like, I don't know, a two cent jab, but to be fair, I don't think Elsie would have told her that she had yeah. diabetes anyway not that it mattered but like i just thought that, that was going to come up because it's relevant you know yeah also two things one the guy who was like you wouldn't even fuck me and i paid you and blah, uh, blah, blah. aaron yeah i think so anyway um you did this for what it didn't create any conflict it was over in two seconds he didn't even tell his mummy yeah for why <laughs> i'm just saying i think it's just, just maybe it's just to, yeah to set up yeah jack to save her and also yeah. set up the fact that we're not here for slut shaming even if that was the case yeah next one um the girl who's like she's not your girlfriend and he's like she could be my wife if she wanted to uh yeah andrea yeah andrea like again you did this for what you created no conflict you didn't even show him your boobs <laughs> like and be like hey 
look at my boobies. You don't want her little itty bitty titties. I have non-diabetes titties. <laughs> I reckon Jack could fit them in her mouth, in his mouth. <laughs> his, her entire boob in his, Yeah, like, Paul and Adam, he's taking notes. Yeah, yeah. I will never recover from that. <laughs> I will never financially recover, from, recover this. from this. <laughs> what happened to Tiger King? Like, let's be real. He's in jail, I'm pretty sure. Still, yeah, not surprised. Mm. Mm. Oh, the Carol Baskin. And she, did she not kill her husband? Is that the new update? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Carol Baskin killed imagine her they husband. Him. Whacked him. Yeah, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. My new favourite one is like, I call for help three times. Not a fuck you. What do you need? <laughs> oh, I've not heard that one. I don't oh, think. Oh, a good one. If I find oh, it. Or maybe. I don't know. It sounds it's familiar. Him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, far out. What a time to be alive. But yeah, Adam Olive, yeah, cameo. I don't know what other word I was looking for. Oh. was great. Appearance. I appreciated it. Appearance, yeah. A bit fan service-y, I guess. I wasn't really expecting them to be in the same kind of realm, like same city or same like radius from each other. I guess what she's trying to say is that every nerd knows each other. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because a theoretical physicist is going to have a lot in common with a pancreatic cancer researcher <laughs> mm, mm. and whatever the hell Adam does. Mm. I forget. I have not... Yeah, I, I fully do not remember what happened in Love Hypothesis or Love on the Brain. I haven't even like listened to our episodes just to catch up or anything. Not that you really need to for this book, but... Any, any other sort of... Oh, I'm trying to think. Did you get the reveal... Or did you figure out that Dr. L, I'm not going to pronounce yeah. his last name. Yeah, yeah, because he's a piece of shit. Yeah. As soon as Jack mentioned about his mother, like a collaborator was controlling, I'm like, yeah. yep. Also, as soon as she's like, oh, I need to get his permission to do this. I need to do that. Like, he's the reason I got jobs. Like, blah, blah, blah. And that's like, sus. But, sus. okay, this is what I want to talk about. I forgot. I forgot that I want to talk about it. I am so <laughs> sick and tired. This is twisted. so fucking twisted. <laughs> These books all have the same formula, the same hypothesis, if you will. No, the <laughs> same structure. The same formula, the same structure. It's like, I am a ditzy cute little girl. Here is this himbo. Oh, look at this person that like is either his friend or my friend, but is actually betraying me. Yeah. Or my I mean, mentor. at least there wasn't guns in this one, but. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It'd be too American if there was guns related. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I think in... The love hypothesis, it was someone that Olive idolised as well. Like, he turned out to be a prick. No, it was Adam's friend. Oh, Adam's friend. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then love on the brain, it was Buddy. Or whatever oh, his name was. Oh, just like the, the fucking janitor, essentially. Yeah, and he had a, a gun. <laughs> yeah, he had a gun. He's like, I'm a pew pew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, look, same structure. Yeah. It's always, it's very predictable in that sense as well. Um, yeah, I knew he was going to be a problem, yeah. yeah. But then that also, I suppose it extra highlights or emphasises Elsie, Elsie's, I was going to say Elise, <laughs> only because I know her mental calls her Elsie. Elise. 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 Fucking yeah. hell. Whatever. Also, like, I'm sorry, stand up for yourself and say, that's not my name. If it's been X amount of years, your name's on the email. <laughs> yeah, at that point, if they, yeah, don't call you by your name correctly for so many years like they obviously they don't, don't respect, respect you. you yeah yeah it took too long for her to stand up for herself once she figured out he's essentially sabotaging her career because i suppose but for why like does he just want to keep her as a little little student teacher or something or like what's i don't understand the motive is it just for her to not progress or just again for that whole controlling 
Yeah, I don't know. Or is it like a misogynistic thing? Like, yeah, like because yeah. he probably know he, he's probably read her stuff and knows that she is like switched on. And on top of her research and everything, is he yeah. just like purposefully holding her back? I liked that George offered her the job though. Yeah, and that was and that she accepted it. But yeah, women supporting yeah. women, we love to see it. Yeah, yeah, and I liked that this book did have that sort of balance between job, science, work, and then the whole social life of also getting kind of getting to know Jack and all these friends but this is what I also hate in these types of books why is it that our female characters have their one best friend that they're going to ride or die and why does yeah. the male love interest have to have a whole posse that we have to get to know yeah and why is it also they have to like sacrifice their like housing or whatever their career because like oh I got my dream job or whatever like it's always a major decision yeah we need to, we need to change the narrative like mm. let the love interest move into our house <laughs> Yeah. We bring home the bread. They are going to be the house husbands. <laughs> but yeah, I suppose it goes to show that all these socializations and stuff are part of, in a way, a networking experience as, as well. Because, like, yeah, a lot of the faculty have, like, go to drinks and have social events and stuff together. So, I mean, it could possibly be a real thing. People do that all the time. As I said, like, earlier, I did, I liked that Jack and Elsie had the argument about the, the paper or the essay or mm. article because yeah it was like a genuine it had a genuine impact on her yeah also just quickly i know this happened early but the whole greg going away for his like a no retreat convenience yeah. so he'd have no contact and so jack would have to just continue to interrogate yeah. oh also this is what i was gonna say like yeah hated that like talk to jack like he'll explain everything blah 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 and it's like uh, talk to greg it's like just explain it to him like you don't have to say your brother's asexual or whatever just say all right, I was a fake girlfriend. Fuck off. Yeah, like, oh, like, you don't even have to say, like, he's paying me. You just say, oh, I'm his mate, and he just wants me to, like, pretend to date him because... To appease your family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's simple to explain. But, yeah, I suppose she didn't want to, f- that to have affected her, yeah, big science, big brain job as well. Yeah. Because, um, obviously, yeah, that would probably discredit her and bring her down a little bit more. But, yeah, it just had to be convenient that he was unreachable for, like, five days, and then Jack was stewing on the potential blackmailing yeah (laughs) which i didn't like i don't know it seemed very one-sided that he was able to be like you lie a lot i'm gonna hold or have this power to hold against you yeah especially for your job and she just had nothing on him other than the fact that obviously she's his worst enemy because of the article yeah like it just felt unfair in that sense and like um, the main the male characters seem to always get away with it as well i'm sick of it i'm sick and tired of this grandpa was too damn bad sure having all this power you come off as like arrogant and charming and it gives the female character you know i suppose motivation to whoop their ass or whatever but i'm tired of it it's like yeah just be respectful (laughs) besides like her relationships doesn't impact her job like what's the point but yeah it does set the precedent that obviously jack doesn't trust her because of all the, the lies but and then they make those promises to each other like be honest with me and all that type of stuff it's like bro she's learned her lesson Maybe there's, like, a strict privacy and confidentiality clause. <laughs> and so she can't just be, like, blah, 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 blah. That's what I'm saying. She doesn't have to say, he hired me through oh, his yeah, website. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She can just be, like, we're mates. <laughs> yeah, dodgy, he... just that sound. I was hired through a website. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, did you think um, Kirk was going to be significant because Cece brought yes. him up? Yes. And then he just never appeared. 
Uh-huh. I, th- I thought he was going to be Dr. L. <laughs> Dr. L. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Imagine. A scrawny old dinosaur with a shit ton of money <laughs> and Cece just like sugar babying him science scientifically. <laughs> yes. Love that. Yeah. But ultimately, I did love um, Elise's character development in that, yeah, she was inevitably able to stand up to even Cece and be like, I hate all your movie recommendations. Yeah. Firstly, rude. Second of all, just pretend to enjoy them. I know she already yeah. did, but... Um, and then, yeah, she stood up to Dr. L and then she stood up to her mother. Yeah. Um, like, it's great. But, like, we could have seen increments of it throughout the book as well. Yeah. Also, having um, a pet hedgehog seems illegal. Too niche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just a spiky hamster. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why not? But And it's just that thing with the main character has to be like, I hate your pet. Your pet hates me. We have yeah. this understanding. It's like, bro, it's a fucking hedgehog. Yeah. At least you <laughs> no don't have th- to express its anal glands. <laughs> no thoughts. Head empty. <laughs> <laughs> anal open. <you> know? <laughs> Help me, daddy. We love books, solo books that end in an epilogue, right? I know we sure. haven't really gone through like plot stuff, which I'm pretty happy with. Like, I'm just yeah. happy to just like bang on on random shit. Like, if yeah. you've read the book, you know what we're on about. Yeah, and if you haven't, if you want to go read it. <laughs> Respectfully. I'm not here or there on it. Vote <laughs> <laughs> Kenzie's reaction. She'd rather you not. <laughs> All right, epilogue. What happened? I can't, <laughs> I can't remember. remember. I, can't I don't remember. know. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Let me open my... Oh, I suppose quickly, before the epilogue, like, Jack does end up rectifying the situation and writes almost, like, an amendment article about Dr. L and, like, the reasoning behind the heart, behind the article. And, like, yeah, yeah inevitably, Elsie and Jack reunite and they, they're boyfriend-girlfriend again, essentially. Yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure, like, she writes him because it's his birthday or whatever. And she's, oh, yeah, like, that's right. writes him a little cute note that's like, I'm right here with you. And so I think she's, like, telling him that she loves him or whatever. Which, oh, like, yeah, gross. for sure. Also, yeah, just quickly, even then, this has just sparked other things that we could possibly mention. How did you find their sexy time scenes? Or the first initial sex moment? I mean, sex is sex at the end of the day, isn't it? I mean, yeah, sure. It was written in a way that it may that it seemed like Jack was going to be, like, super kinky, like, Christian Grey yeah. level kinky, but he was yeah. just, like, trying to be patient and, like, take time, which is fair and valid. Yeah. But the very next chapter, they just bang. Like, yeah. come on, where is the patience? Yeah, and then I hated how, like, she's like, oh, is he going to care about, like, my Dexcom or whatever it is? Like, a little diabetes pod. It's like, you're a scientific adult. He is not like, going to give yeah, a shit. Yeah, you are a grown-ass woman. It's like, just because you had one boyfriend who was like, oh, that's gross. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, like, our whole relationship was fake anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she, true. Yeah, I mean, she has that trauma. Small trauma. But, yeah, I don't know, just the whole, like... Him questioning her very persistently, like, what can I do to make you come? What can I do? What do you like? Oh, yeah. It's like, bro, relax. Relax. You're coming on a little bit too, too strong. Relaxy, you're a taxi. <laughs> we will get there. <laughs> and yeah, just, um, Elsie said that, like, sometimes penetrative sex just doesn't do it for her or something. And I was just like, all right, yeah. that's fair. But then obviously, yeah, they, they, she, she ends up getting there. At, you know, so love yeah. that, love that for her. And then, yeah, the next couple of chapters, it's like, all right, we'll have morning sex, or we're gonna do this, and we're gonna do that. It's like, yeah, bro. Relax. I hate one of my biggest pet hates, and like, this is maybe just because I'm a, an evolved person, you know. <laughs> evolved. I love that word. <laughs> Developed. I hate it when they like wake up, and the first thing is like they start like kissing and stuff, and like one morning breath, 
Got a rust. <laughs> yeah, and you're just or like, then like know, how like if they're like, just sweaty and sticky from the night before, it's like uncomfortable yeah, time. Exactly. Or like if they've or if they're coming home or whatever. Yeah. Or something. And then they get it on and I'm like, have a shower. Like gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a point. It's valid. It really just freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> we just want clean and hygiene around here. Yeah. And it's another case of like no condom because I'm on the pill. Oh, I know. And like explicitly like I just want one time for them to fuck. Can um, can Americans And have, then like, just a... like no mention of the pill or whatever and then like a week later she'd be like, Don't worry, I'm not pregnant like <laughs> Sure, sure. Or like let's just practice some safe sex around here, right? Yeah. In this economy it's not safe in America. <laughs> you know, you yeah. can't you can't take that chance. Yeah. And especially like uh, like having a diabetic pregnancy is rough. Like anyway, so would you wanna take that risk? <laughs> But no, yeah, it's always the, yeah, I'm on the pill, no condom. It's like, let's just practice some safe yeah. sex around the here, The pill please. is not 100% effective. Yes, yes. And it's always the women having to rely yeah, on the birth like, control. why aren't you taking a tonic, men? <laughs> Where's your fertility tonic? Jack, why, when are you getting booked into a vasectomy appointment? Like, let's yeah. go, bro. <laughs> let's go, bro. <laughs> but yeah, look, yeah. Sexy time was fine. Like, I love a good build-up between two characters who inevitably end up together and, like, they want to have their first time together. Great. Mm. I just hate the continuous, all right, next chapter, they're going to bang in the shower. Or next mm. chapter after that, they're going to bang in a hotel room. Or they're going to yeah. rush home and make out. Yeah. It's like, just relax. We get it. You're in yeah. love. You're in a bit of a love fest. It's fine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. All good. All right. Epilogue. Yep. She has a, yeah, it's a birthday present, blah, blah, blah. And I think her and George get like some sort of fun email about their work together. Fun. Mm. Love that. Progressing. Yeah. Women in STEM. Yeah. Best friends. Women supporting yeah. women. Love to see yeah. it. <laughs> the end. <laughs> the end. She, she tells Jack that she loves him. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I think I remembered... I asked, you said you were reading this book and I asked you, how are you finding it? And you said you were liking it. You were enjoying it. And what happened? I suppose the, you finished the book is what happened. I became an evolved person. <laughs> <laughs> your, your, your frontal lobe just like twitched back into yeah. place. All right. Cool, cool. Shall we go to the stars that listen? Oh, unless yeah. unless there is any lingering thoughts, feelings, emotions or anything you want to say. Perfect. Let's wrap this baby up. I also have to poop, so. It's okay. Hey, <laughs> it's turning into a little, um, into... Oh, fucking hell. What's the word? I know that um thing uh, where you Pavlov. Is it Pavlov? I'm going to, yeah. It's not, yeah. wasn't the word I'm looking for, but yeah, you are Pavloving yourself right now. Yeah. After the potty, you always have also, to poo. I'm upset because I've already had a shower, so. <laughs> I know, like, and you just feel dirty and gross. Well, you feel dirty, yeah. So I'm going to use the wet wipes, but like, I'm still going to feel dirty. Yeah. And usually I don't wear undies to bed, but now I'm going to have to wear undies because like, oh, I'm a dirty poop hole. Yeah, you don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to shit stain your sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky I know how to wipe properly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go to the stars. Listen, it's where we read a five, uh, one star review and a five star review because we like to end on a positive note. And it's a bit of fun. Yes. I will go first with my okay, one star. I will laugh if we have the same ones because we we, 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 we don't talk about what we have. Yeah. Okay. This says, I would theoretically love to gain back the brain cells I lost reading this book. (laughs) Hey, it's clever though. I love it. Yeah, it's clever. (laughs) Love the creativity. All right, my one-star review. This book is an insult to women, to STEM, to feminists, and all mankind. It's it's unintelligent, irritating, and no, some buzzwords do not make a story or a character smart. This is representation only for stupidity. Oy. Oy. Some points were made. She ate. No crumbs. <laughs> My five-star review is, this is Ali Hazelwood at her best. This was so good. 
<laughs> Short and sweet. <laughs> Love to see it. <clears throat> All right. So this actually has five stars colored in, but the comment actually says 4.5. So I'm confused. Um, all right. This book was so cute. I love Jack. Ellie Hazelwood has an iconic writing style that's cheeky, smart, and original. Love theoretically incorporated the journey of a woman in STEM with romance to s- in such a flawless way. This book made me feel so similarly to how I felt reading The Love Hypothesis. I was giddy and nervous and invested. I loved the main characters. I loved Oliver and Adam's cameo. I loved the ending. And with that concludes this episode of Letterboxd Book Club. Thanks for listening. As always, you will find us on Instagram at Ladderbox underscore book underscore club. From there, our link tree is in the bio. Our link tree is also in our TikTok bio now. Chuck us a follow. Yes, love that. Sure, give us some likes. I don't know, subscribe Send on YouTube. Love. All that good stuff. Send us some yeah. reviews of books. I don't know. Sure. Um, and next week Send we'll us be... some hemorrhoid solutions if you will. <laughs> I mean, you can send them to Kenzie. I feel like Kenzie's the one that's been having the repetitive <laughs> issues. So. <laughs> uh, hey, nothing. Hey, we're adults. Nothing to be ashamed of. It's fine. Anyway. <laughs> when it comes to expressing the <laughs> anal glands, it's a whole different issue. <laughs> All right, next week we'll be. Next week? Did you say Discussing. Uh, no. no, I don't think so. I don't know. I'm going to, when I look back, I'll okay. keep, a good, keep an ear out for it. All right, next week we will be discussing I lo- yeah, Loathe to Love You by also Ellie Hazelwood, which is kind of weird considering we have weird feelings about all her books. Why are we still doing it? Novellas. Um, I'm two out of three in. <laughs> That's not looking great. <laughs> oh, <Kenzie. laughs> all right, we'll do it for, yeah. for, for the folks. <laughs> all right, yeah, I already had it anyway. So. <laughs> so now I have to read it. Keep an ear out for next week then. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.